0: Micah chapter 6 and the verse number 8, the Bible said, Micah 6, 8 and the Bible says, want to go he has showed thee O man, what is good and what doeth the Lord required of thee but to do justly to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. Let's take another one. Job chapter 2 and the verse number 3 the Bible said, Job 2 and in verse number three, the scripture says, Job chapter two, and the verse number three, the Bible says, and the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered myself servant Job, that is not like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feared God and exured evil and still holdeth fast to his integrity, although thou moves me against him To destroy him without cause. Now, Father, speak right now in the language we understand. Do for us that which only you, God, can do in Jesus' name. Amen. We see the character matters. We zero in on a subject of integrity. Character matters. We zero in on integrity. Integrity, what is integrity? Integrity is belief and character and conduct. In harmony with God. Believe. Character. Conduct. That is in harmony with God. When your beliefs. That forms your character. And harmony. And and conduct. Is in harmony with God. When your belief. When your character. When your conduct. Is in sync, is in flow, is in alignment with God. And there's no friction, there's no conflict, there's no struggle with your belief. What you believe, what you believe. You can't take from a man his dreams and his beliefs. What you believe, what forms your thinking, your thoughts, your belief system when your character and your conduct your actions are in harmony with God it is said to be integrity it is taking action based on the inspiration and the strengthening from God's word Integrity is when your actions, your movements, what you do is inspired and strengthened and powered by the word of God. When your actions, when what you do is not based on just what people said about you. Not that you want the applause of men. Not for acceptance. Not to be seen as one that knows what's up. Not to be the person that pleases man. But when your actions are based on that, you are inspired by God. For Job said, days should speak. Much of years you teach wisdom, about as a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty give them understanding. When your spirit inspired, when the breath of God, the very thing that made you alive, the Bible said man was lifeless, man was like a pile of a statue uh, with no life activity movement uh, until God breathed into man uh, the very breath of God and man became uh, a living soul uh, when, your, when your actions are based uh, on God's inspiration, God's breath, uh, otherwise also known as the spirit of God uh, because breath is also uh, the spirit of God. Uh, the, the, the Bible said now no, therefore now uh, no condemnation for those uh, who walk in Christ Jesus, uh, who are in Christ Jesus, uh, who walk not after the flesh, uh, but after the spirit. Uh, there is one thing to be born again, uh, but it's a whole new level uh, to subject your will, uh, to subject your mind, uh, to subject your emotion, uh, to subject your life, uh, to be with the flow of the Spirit of God, when you are Spirit driven, Spirit controlled, Spirit motivated, Spirit excited, Spirit possessed, when you are inspired by God, when your inspiration, what moves you to do what you do is because the Spirit of God inspired you to do it when it is, when what you do is based on the very word of God and nothing else. 1 Kings chapter 9 and verse number 4. Now if you walk before me as your father David walked. In integrity of heart. And in uprightness to do according to all that I commanded you. And if you keep my statutes and my judgment. Wow. Now if you walk before me. As your father David walked. In integrity of hearts, so integrity starts with your heart. Can you imagine this? God's testimony of David, God giving testimony about David, and God said, David walked in integrity, David, with all his problems, walked in integrity. Are you with me at all? David, with all his issues, his mistakes, his flaws. God says he walked before me with integrity. That means that integrity is not what men sees. Integrity is what God sees, God's testimony, God's applause, God's endorsement. My prayer for you uh, is that God will confirm and affirm uh, and endorse you and give testimony about your life. Your clopping is in the house. I clap your hands right now. Oh yes. According to Ted Exhon, he said integrity is not only the way one thinks, but even more the way one acts. It is doing what you said you would do. It is it is as basic as what? Keeping your word. Fulfilling your promise. Somebody integrity simply puts is keeping your word, fulfilling your promise, doing what you said you would do, even if it hurts. Your clapping is as gonna ask right one. Integrity goes beyond what you do for God. It starts number one with knowing who God is to you, integrity start with knowing who God is to you because if you know who God is to you you begin to walk with him in that revelation the revelation that I know that God is the strength of my life I know that God is the creator of my life. I know that God is a keeper of my life. I know that God is a keeper of my soul. I know that God brought me here. I know that I life I'll meet God I know that what God has got to say about me is what is important what is critical integrity start, with knowing who God is to you tell somebody so long as you walk in this life you constantly be confronted with choosing God And you say, man, come on, tell somebody, tell somebody. And it doesn't change. Say so it doesn't get easy. So, as a matter of fact, the further you go, the more the temptation, the wrestling, the battle, which is why you got to quickly accept and go before God in prayer and begin to understand and download the revelation of who God is to you. You got to know God for yourself. You got to encounter God. You got to meet God at the burning bush. You got to encounter God like Jacob wrestled with him and his whole of his tie broke. The devil is a liar. Do you if all you know about God is what prophet Dideon is telling you. The time will come that that may not be enough. The reason why we come to church and fellowship is so that we can compare notes we come to church we come for fellowship so that we can compare the notes and get confirmation of what I'm hearing and what you are hearing but if all you got is what I'm telling you you haven't started you got to come to a place where you walk with God where you can hear God for yourself you can witness God for yourself you can download the scriptures download the word go deep with God God, get in prayer with God, carry before God, wait on God, hear God. So when you walk here Sunday morning, you are getting confirmation of what God told you. We come here to compare notes. Before Paul ever met Peter to compare notes, he said, Have I not seen Jesus? Paul had to encounter Jesus for himself, get a revelation, get his others. orders. Before he met Peter, before you come here to meet your Peter of this house, you must have had a road of Damascus experience. You're clapping a second house right now. Your clappers tell somebody I love fellowship. Say, I love to fellowship. Come on, say I love to fellowship. You know why? Say, you know why I love fellowship because I've heard from God and I need confirmation. For once the Lord has spoken, but twice we have heard the power belongs to God. The devil is a liar. We need some confirmation for by the mouth of Of my witness, every word is established. If the two of you shall agree upon touching anything, it shall be done for two. It's better than one. We need a two, we need a fellowship, we need confirmation. But it is not to say that on my own, I haven't heard from God. I ought to have heard from God before I walk in here. So when I sit here, I'm getting confirmation of what my spirit by revelation. Reveal to me Fellowship Is a safe place Fellowship is a safe place Because we got confirmation Tell somebody this morning I'm here for confirmation You got to say this morning Come some this morning. I'm really here for confirmation. I'm here to confirm what I read last night, what I studied Friday, what I got in my spirit. You have to know God for yourself, and you got to come to a place where you walk with God, where you understand who God is to you. The clap and a sing in the house right now because. Even your pastor and your prophet can miss it. Clap and shake in the house right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So when you know who God is to you and you accept it who 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 he has made you I accept that God made me this way. I understand I understand what went into my shaping. The process of my formation. The complex complexity that God went through in putting this thing together, I accept it. I accept what I carry. I accept my mandate, my calling. I accept that I'm a prophet of God. I accept I'm called to preach the gospel. I accept my assignment and my destiny. I accept my purpose. I accept that not everybody will agree with me. I accept not everyone will be excited about what I'm called to do. If I accept that my light will irritate some demons. I accept that when I preach some people will get uncomfortable. I accept that when I walk in the office Monday morning and I lift up worship and I walk in purity and I walk in grace and I walk in the dimension of the revelation God has given me. Not everybody will get it. I accept who God has made me and then I gladly walk in it tell somebody, I'm too excited for you. <laughs> Say, I'm too excited to be depressed. <laughs> Say, not even you can depress me. <laughs> Say, not even you can stop me from doing what God called me to do. <laughs> Integrity, starts with that. <laughs> it start with knowing who God is to you. Accepting who God has made you and gladly living by this revelation. <laughs> gladly living by revelation that when men think about it, they think you are crazy. <laughs> they think you've lost it. Why do you pay tight? They've lost it. Why do you forgive? They've lost it. Why do you pray 21 days of fasting? You've lost it. Why are you so confident and with audacity? You've lost it. Why do you believe that you will not die but live and see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? They've lost it. Why do you believe that you are stronger than every attack and bombardment against your life why do you believe why do you choose to let your flesh suffer for your spirit man to gain why do you walk in that i walk in the revelation of what god has shown me you may not get it you may not understand it but you are not there when he called me and gave me my marching orders i am at a place in my walk with god where i am gladly walking in the revelation Oh, you're clapping a sick you clapping is sick. I wish you can point somebody like that and say, don't even try it. I'm too excited to be depressed. Say, don't even try it. I'm excited about my calling. I'm excited about my journey with God. I'm excited about the fellowship I enjoy with God. I am at a place in my walk with God where nothing excites me more than a revelation of who God is to me me, who he has made me and I'm determined. said, I am persuaded. Oh, your persuasion is sick in the house right now. Your persuasion is sick. Oh, yeah. Integrity is heavy. Tell someone, integrity is heavy. Tell tell somebody stop this light, light Christianity thing. Tell someone us, tell us, to get out of this fluffy, fluffy, light, light creole. Tell us to get, get heavy with God. Say, get deep with God. Get strong with God. I need you to talk back. Say, get strong with God. Get powerful with God. I am gladly walking in who God made me. I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited. Watch it. To be rich is good, but to maintain a good name is better. Ecclesiastes 7 and a verse number 1. Ecclesiastes, a good name is better than precious ornament, and the day of death than the day of one's birth. Good name. Good name. God's testimony. From God's testimony. Good name. Watch this. From God's order of priority, apart from eternal life, integrity is the next virtue. In God's order of priority, eternal life comes first. That's what Paul said. Paul said, bodily exercise prophecy a little. You know what Paul said prophet little? He said prophecy little because he was comparing bodily exercise to, etern- to salvation. And so, and so it's good to exercise. And you imagine the gain the gain you get in exercising, the health benefits, all the strength that comes to you, all the advice that doctors will give you to exercise, to do all kinds of purposes, in comparison to eternal life, it is little. It is little. Because Paul was comparing health, physical health to salvation. And you can be healthy all you want. Don't do it at the expense of your salvation. You know what I said? So Paul said, bodily exercise profit a little. Because salvation is, a, is on a whole new level. Life after death. Are you with me at all? And in God's priority, salvation, and after salvation, the next most important virtue is what? Integrity. Clap is a second house right now. You're clapping in a second house right now. Integrity is the next in line. No power, no gifts, no anointing, not a prophetic, but integrity. Holding on to your integrity. Bible says, Proverbs 22, verse 1, Proverbs 22 and verse number 1, the Bible says, my God, a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Loving favor rather than what? Silver and gold. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. A good name is better than riches. You know something? All that Jesus did, God ended by giving him a name. A name. A good name, the Bible says, is like it's like a sweet perfume. Ecclesiastes 10 and the verse number one, the Bible says, There's flies purify the perfumous men and cause it to give a foul odor. So does a little folly to one respected for wisdom and honor. A, 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 a good name is like It's like perfume. A good name is like perfume. Without it, we stink. Without good name, we stink. Without good name, we stink. Because God, after everything Jesus did, gave Jesus a name. A name. He didn't give him money, silver, gold. Don't take money at the expense of God's testimony about who you are. You're clap in the second house, good place to clap your hands. God gave Jesus integrity, good name at the name of Jesus. Silver will bow, gold will bow, money will bow, wealth will bow, sickness will bow, peace will bow, covid will bow, cancer will bow, diabetes will bow, attack will bow, anything will bow. What God gave Christ was good name, God's testimony about him no wonder the Bible said, if my people were called by my name God wants your name uh, to be like perfume uh, God wants your name uh, to stand out uh, God wants your name uh, to be awesome uh, God wants your name uh, to be a blessing uh, that he decided uh, that he would put his name on you uh, God said uh, I want your name uh, to be like perfume uh, to be like the best of the best of the best of the best perfume uh, the fragrance uh, of your name must attract, must put honor, must put favor, and integrity and power that I wrap your name, I wrap my name on you. So from today, your new name is called wonderful. It's called Jehovah Nissi. in my people who are called, who are wrapped, who are mantled, who are blessed to be called by my name. May God preserve your name. May God preserve the testimony about you. May God preserve that which He spoken and said about your life. Your clapping is sick. My God, come on, give God a better praise right now. Come on, give God a better prayer. I need a clap right now. I need a clap right now. Tell somebody from today your name is not Charles, your name is not Gideon. Come on, call the name of the person next to you. Say, by the word is your name. What is your name? That's why he said to Moses, go tell Pharaoh that my name is I am. I am that I am. I am sent me. Which is why when you mention your name, you say I am Gideon. So you put I am God before your name. You wrap God's name around your name. Whenever you say I am, you call God's original name. Be- my people who are my name. uh Go and Moses, go and tell Pharaoh that my name is I am that I am. If you need money, I am money. If you need wealth, I am wealth. If you need power I am power. Before the mountains, I am. Before the moon, I am. Before the sun, I am. When you stand and declare, I am, you are calling upon the name of the Lord. I am Gideon. I call on God. God's name wrapped around Gideon. The devil is a liar. What is your name? Tell some, say, I am. Say, I am. Come on, show us I am. I am is my name. I am Gideon. I am God's child. You're clapping. You're clapping. You're clapping. If there's one thing that devil want to steal from you, it's not your money, your marriage, it's not your breakthrough, it's not your land, your houses, but the enemy wants to steal your integrity. Job understood this mystery. So he held on to her integrity in spite of the challenges. Job chapter 2 verse 9 says, Job 2 and the verse number 9, what could man? Then his wife said unto him, Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. Lakutai. And do you think when Job said that, when the wife said, When, when say curse God and die, it was not a death or physical death. Because no wife said, Curse God and die and be buried. No, curse God and die means curse God, stop believing in God, stop walking in God's word. And when you don't believe in God and don't walk in God's word, and the revelation and hold on to what God told you are dead. There are many people walking by are dead. Is not fresh. The one that the doctor says you have no pulse, your heart is not beating, and declare you dead. No dead, number one, is when you have no relationship with God. When God's word is not the standard, it's not what is before you, it's not the final state in your life, you are dead. My prayer for you today is that God's word will be the final authority that you may be alive. This word I speak unto you, they are life and their spirit. My prayer for you is that you not just exist, but you be alive. The devil is a liar. I shall not die but I shall live. Where are those who are living? You are living when God's word is alive. is well. is strong. is a standard. It's a final My prayer for you today is that God's word will make you alive. Can I get a clap in the house? Say I am alive. I'm holding on. I'm holding on to my integrity. Tell someone I'm holding on to what God told me. Come on, smile and tell some. I'm not going to. I'm not going to break God's word. And come and shout in the church. I'm holding on to the revelation God gave me. No matter what, no matter who, no matter when, no matter the attack, because the enemy is not after your money. It's not after your silver. It's not after your gold. If the devil was after your gold, your silver, your money, and your wealth. When he took Job's money, when he took Job's silver and Job's gold, and Job shouldn't, he would have stopped. The devil said, I am not coming for your money, for your silver, for your gold. But I also know that where your heart is, that's where your treasure is. And many of you, your heart is at to your silver your gold and your wealth not god so the reason why the devil comes after it is so that it will show where truly your heart is but it was a man but then there was job and said to the devil you can take it all but my heart belongs to god you can break me you can take the money the silver the gold Knowing whom I believe, I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor things present nor things to come for what shall separate me from the love of God that is in Christ. I'm still holding on to my integrity. You're clapping, you're clapping, you're clapping, holding on. Tell someone to hold on. Come on, shout, say, hold on. Lara, say, hold on. Say, hold on. God will come through. Come on, up point. Up. Say, hold on. God will come through. Oh, well, prophet. How come the devil is coming after my money, myself, my son, my gold? If the devil is not after that, yeah. He'd want to use that to touch you. he want to use that to touch your God. Because he knows that you are not really being truthful with serving God. The devil knows that you serve God because of all the things God has given you. And the devil knows that your faith, when you are stripped, you'll be found wanting. But it's a generation of the job kind. That it doesn't matter what comes your way. You take a stand for God. And nothing, my God. Can I get all the job, Christian? All those wild, strong, integrity spirits filled, inspired believers in the house. Can I get a shout and a scream? Will you give God your loudest shout of praise in the house? Now? Come on, go. Be seated. Three dimensions of integrity quickly. Number one, purity of heart. Purity of heart. Three dimensions of integrity. Three ways you can identify integrity. Number one is so what? Purity of heart. Purity of heart. Matthew 5, 8 says, Matthew 5 and the verse number 8, Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Jesus manifesto, if you may call it. He stood on a sermon on the mount. He stood on the mount and gave the most powerful, awesome, dangerous word. He preached that day. My God, I could see him preach. Preach, preacher. He preached the word and he gave this revelation. And it says, Blessed. Are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are they meek, for theirs. You know. Let me let me say something. Let me say something to you. Of all the things Christ said, when it came to seeing God, he connected it to the heart. You can't see God. Unless your heart is right, there are some other things you can get, but not God. You hear know what I said? In fact, if I let, let's, let's, let's read down. Let's go. Go down. Go to the next verse. Let's go. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. They shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted, righteousness, for there's the kingdom of heaven. Okay. Blessed are you when you when they shall revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil are against you falsely for my name's sake. Okay, rejoice and be what? He gave several keys, several dimensions of people. But when it came to those who see God, he said, "Blessed are those who are pure in heart." For they shall see God. Show me a man that has encountered God, and I'll show you a man whose heart is been made pure. For the eyes of the Lord, it runs to and fro, and is searching for a man whose heart is perfect towards Him. Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place except he who has clean hands and a pure heart? There is something about seeing God encountering God that changes your heart forever. There is something about meeting God at the burning bush that you are not going to live it the same way you came. God said to Moses put your hand in your heart. He brought it out and it was leprosy and God said put it back there again. He put it back there and um- it out and his hand was made clean and white and healed as that of a baby's skin. What God was trying to tell Moses and you and I by revelation is that when you meet me, I will fix your heart. When you meet me, I will change your heart. Not your lips, so, not your mind, no, not your pretence, so, not you trying to be like God. But God said, there is something about me that will go beyond that physical to your heart. For me, see it at the outside, but as for me, God, I focus on the matters of the heart. My prayer for you today is that God will wake awake in the inside of your heart and make a transformation from your hearts. That's what in the New Testament, the fight of your faith is about your hearts, purity of hearts. John chapter 1, verse 47, 48. John 1, 47 and 48. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him. And he said of him, Behold an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. My God, all the testimony. Verse 48. Nathanael said unto him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said unto him, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. I want to believe that fig tree is a type of deception. It's a type of deception. Why? Because the fig tree, Jesus saw the fig tree and thought there was fruit on it. He approached the fig tree and there was no fruit. And Christ cursed for the fig tree deceiving him. The same is true. When Adam and Eve fell in the garden, they took the fig leaves and covered themselves. When they lost the incorruptible glory, they replace it with corruptible leaves and God said what you are trying to use to replace the glory that has left you it has no weight, When well, if you lost it, you got to come before me and get it real, so the victory stands for deception and Jesus said, and yet I saw a man under a victory, under a deceptive world, under a world full of lies and deception, but Nathaniel stood pure and stood strong even though he was under the victory there's no fault there's no girl there's no pain there's no shame there's no sting my prayer for you if it doesn't matter that is something you meet in the world you take your stand for god like Nathaniel you're clapping your club. Where are the Nathaniel believers? Where are the Nathaniel believers? Where are the Nathaniel believers? Come on, give somebody a point and say, you are making a difference. You are making a difference in your world. You change the numbers. You change the system. You change the atmosphere. You are the perfume that scents and purifies and bring a sweet odor in your family. May your name be mentioned with integrity, may your name be mentioned with power. Jesus Christ giving a testimony about Natania. I said, Hmm, I said, Hmm, Nathaniel, I saw you from afar. Integrity will locate you, no matter how far you are. You may not be closer, but your name will bring you closer. A man in whom there is no God, Natania said, How do you know? Is I saw. You under the victory when you are far, integrity will brought you out when you are not around, integrity will locate you. May your name be so connected with integrity that even when you are far, your perfume will spread in the atmosphere. Tell somebody your testimony is going to be strong. Come on, your testimony is going to be powerful. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter verse 12, it's also the hand of God was on Judah to give them singleness of heart, to obey the command of the king and the leaders at the word of the Lord. Singleness of heart, purity of heart. When God sanctifies your heart, when your heart is pure, steady, Concentrated on God. Singing as so heart means when your heart concentrates on God. As the deep pant for the water, so do my soul. And my heart longs for thee and pant for thee, O God. Malakuda Messiah, never you be jealous at the miracles, the difference, the impartation, the the, 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 the favor in a man's life unless you check the heart before God. Until you have become like Elijah and say, I've been jealous of you, oh God. Never you call down fire. The fire will come down to those whose heart are concentrated on God. God and God alone God and God alone we live in a world where serving God is not popular but we need a generation of young people whose hearts are concentrated on God focused on God we are not trying to be like them but we are focused we are spirit minded our heart is concentrated on God and God alone your clapping and the signal say Yes. Watch this. Number two, the second dimension of integrity is singleness of purpose. Singleness of purpose. That beauty of heart. There's singleness of purpose. Matthew 6.22 says, Matthew 6.22, the Bible says, the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. It that with your heart. They come to your purpose. Your purpose. Your pu- integrity is staying focused on your purpose. I tell you. I will tell you. And it's not easy to stay on your purpose. Integrity is when you stay true. Focus on the assignment God gave you. I'm not trying to be like anybody else but who God made me to be. I'm not trying to compete with you. I'm staying in my lane and in my race. You are not my competition. God did not call me to compete. He called me to stay true to my assignment. I, at the end of the day, want to stand before God. And I want to hear... Thou good and faithful servant. I want to be like Paul that can that can demystify death and can face death uh, and say I, I my departure time uh, is at hand. Uh, I'm not ready to be offered. Ah, uh, I've fought a good fight. Uh, I've kept the rate. Uh, I've stayed on my course. Uh, and now it's late for me uh, that the, the crown, uh, that the righteous judge. In other words, Paul said, I've stayed true to my purpose, uh, that I am ready to meet the charge judge Who told you is the word that will be judged? When we talk about judgment day, you are thinking about the excuse my friends, the prostitute by the roadside. I oh, no. The word is already judged. You are judgment that is for Christians. I don't know if they go to heaven, that will tell them you, 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 do so much, but so you will be in the deeper part of hell. I don't know. And that one, that one's their own thing. As for the word, you already judged. Judgment is the church. Judgment is Christians. So, so Paul said, I'm ready to meet my judge. Why? Because I stay true to my purpose. Singiness a purpose. What I'm called to do, I stay true to it. I didn't try to please anybody. Social media was not my thing. Yes, I oppose, but I oppose focusing on my assignment. I'm not trying to be like anybody else but who God made me. But God doesn't make count of, He makes only original. You clap house, Oh, your second house now. Bible says that all things work together for the good of them and the love of God. and to those who are called according to His purpose. as of purpose, staying true and faithful to who God called you to be, your assignment, what God mandated you to be. And therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. This is focusing on the purpose and the plans of God for your life. Have you even the, the greatest achievement a man will achieve in life? It's not finishing Yale, Oxford, Cambridge, Tech, or Legon, it's discovering your purpose. You know, you're not clap your hands well. You're not clap your hands well. It, is it because, because in your purpose there's grace. There's nothing like a prophet with an assignment standing before every Sunday morning blessed I am so blessed and privileged to have the opportunity to preach it's not a struggle at all and I'm not angry with it I'm not upset with it as a matter of fact you want to know I am thankful to God that I'm doing nothing else but I am doing my assignment that God called me when I stood on national and international platform I am grateful and I am blessed that God chose me that I even discovered that God called me that I discovered it and I'm staying with it and I'm pursuing it and I'm focusing on it it's a blessing you're clapping it's a blessing Oh, it's a blessing. Come on, smile and tell us. Say, it's a blessing. Give someone the. Say, it's a blessing. Say, my prayer for you is that you don't die without discovering your purpose. Your purpose might not be my purpose. But somewhere, somehow, you must discover the purpose. And why God brought you here. Because you are in the kingdom for such a time this. uh, May you not be like Esther uh, and forget uh, from where you have come from. uh, But even if you are an Esther, uh, I am your Mordecai uh, calling you uh, to your assignment. uh, Enough uh, of the destruction. uh, Enough uh, of the diversion. uh, Come back uh, to your base. uh, Come back uh, to your calling. uh, Come back uh, to your destiny. uh, Come back uh, to your mandate. uh, Are you called to preach? uh, Preach the gospel. uh, Ha, teach the gospel ha, are you going to pastor ha. Do the work of pastoring. Are you called an evangelist? Do the work of evangelist. Are you called to sing? You got to sing like your whole heart and your soul depends on it. Are you called to clean? You got to clean with such grace. My prayer for you. The Bible says, and somebody gave a testimony of a man called Jesse. He's a son of Jesse. He's a wise man. He's prudent. He's smart. He's intelligent. But he's skillful in play and above all the lord is with him if you're called to play can you play with skill can you study and train and build and discipline yourself, to your assignment and to what God called you to do I am called to preach which is what I spend my time studying, praying so I can be good in my assignment, integrity is knowing what God called you to do and applying yourself tell somebody, tell somebody your problem, say your problem say your problem Say, so do you know what your problem is? Can I tell you what your problem is? Your heart is good, but you are not applying yourself to your purpose. Say, so your heart is grace. Your heart is pure, but you are not applying yourself to your purpose. I am applying myself to my purpose is down so? I want to be known not as the best preacher, not as the best prophet, not as the prophet who traveled the world prophesying. I don't want to be known as a prophet who set up EWC, prayer factory, many campuses around the globe. I want to thank God for that, but I want to be known as a prophet who poured out all that God gave me that I emptied myself that at the end of the day, there is nothing I left. I don't want to be like Elisha, living and bones, which is why when I stand here, I sweat the way I sweat because I am passionate about my purpose. Can you be passionate about your purpose? Can you be excited about your destiny? Can you be grateful that God called you to a specific assignment and you discovered it and you are gladly walking in that revelation? You're clapping. Singerness. Of purpose, sit down two minutes. Watch the Bible says, my God, my God, and I restore my God. Singing us of purpose. It says, For our soul, restore pure speech to the peoples. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do this later. So that all of them may call on know Yahweh and serve him with what? A single purpose. Tell somebody you are too distracted. So you like to copy too much. You like to copy too much. So you are all about the play. Be real with yourself. Say so life is not social media. Life is what God called you to do. And when when you do what God called you to do, you can showcase it. Can I be excited about what God has called me to do? Are you excited about it? Are you blessed about it? Anybody that God called you to clean the church, are you excited about it? Can I get a club to be an intercessor, to be a warrior, to pass a church, to be a financial, powerful, for them? I clap you. May you stand firm in your purpose. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 33, the, the Homer Christian says, from Zebulon, 50,000 who could serve in the army, train for battle with all kinds of weapons of war with one purpose to help David. Can we ask if I want to go? Want to go? From Zebulon, who could serve in the army, train for battle. With all kinds of weapons of war. With what? Singleness. Singleness of purpose to help David. That, 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 that scares me. That's too much. That's too much revelation. A tribe called Zebulon. And there are many tribes. But the guys from Zebulon. sons of Izekiel were men of understanding. Who understood his time. But from Zebulon were giant, Were strong men. Muscle men. Real guys, so they had a physical, physique stature that favored them to be in the army. You see, you must know what God called you to do, even in your looks. If you want to, th- look, you can thank God for your big nose. Hello, I said, Hello. Is anybody hearing me? You can thank God for your height. Oh, you know what I said? Look at me. You, you, look at me. Your your even your physique and your look in God's ultimate purpose, it is created with a design and a mandate to help you fulfill your assignment. And I thank God for everything about my life, and there's nothing about my life that I, I God for everything. Can you bless God for everything in your life? Bless God. Bless God. Be seated. Bless God. I bless God for my temperaments. You can't carry this ministry and be. Hello. No! You've been called to train, you've been called to an army. You've been caught to a fire generation, you got to carry some fire. I want to thank God even for my temperaments. Can't okay, thank God, and you got to thank God that you are cool because sometimes being cool is a blessing. Sometimes I wish I could become cool. Hey, is anybody in the house right now? There were from Zebulon 50,000 recruits. Who could, that they could serve in the army means everything. They were, they were, they were smart. They were strong. Because we don't choose people for an army for just choosing sake. They are things that qualifies them to be in the army. They were, they were, they were built for that. They were structured for that. They carried the physique, the audacity, the strength. Can you look within yourself and thank God even for the way God created you and figure out that you were created with a purpose. You're clapping, you're clapping, you're clapping, you're clapping. You clap it. I need a better clap. I need a better shout. I need a better. Will you rise up and shout and thank God for the way you are? Be seated. There are some things only Pastor Joseph can do it. Anybody in the house right now? Yeah. And I tell you something. Only Pastor Hider can handle it. You have a problem with Pastor Hider? I don't know. Pastor Joseph, I don't know. But I won't appreciate even the way God created you. I want to thank God for, I, at, I, I mean, our listeners someone somewhere. Last Friday, I'm like, whoa! The guy was preaching, and I, 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 he was sharing jokes, but it was revelation. It was deep wells. I I'm, mean, I'm like, I'm like, my God! I wish God gave me this grace. Be Listen right now. God created you with a purpose in mind. There's a reason why you are Ghanaian. Oh yeah. That's the reason why you are black. Don't let anybody make you feel bad, bad about the color of your skin and don't bleach it. Don't you dare do it. Don't you dare do it. You got to be, you got to thank for whether you are white, black, brown, green, indigo, Ghanaian, American, China, anybody thanking God for the way God originally created you. You 50,000 could serve in the army. Now, it start with their natural predisposition. Their natural gifting, talent, physique, looks. That you discover that first. But not only that, you process it to the next level. So, you are naturally gifted by my subject that to training. Apply that to school. Apply that to mental graduation. Adding value to your natural states. For purpose, purpose requires training, purpose requires applying yourself, studying. You are adding no value the whole of the year. You are still joking, playing games. What do you do? I play FIFA. Can I talk to a church right now? You add no value. I travel around the world, I get trained by the grace of God by the grace of God by the grace of God be seated train tell somebody, train your minds do you know it is believed that human beings live only 20% of their mental capacity 20% can you imagine, it means 80% goes on juice, and they die in fact some someone says 10 in fact some of argue it's 10% that means that you are bigger than the way you are seeing things you are stronger than the way you are seeing things there's a way out, you carry grace may we not only pray but may we apply ourselves to training may we apply ourselves to discipline may we apply ourselves to studying may we apply ourselves to adding value to what God originally gave you it's not enough to be talented get trained I'm told, I'm told that even in singing, there's a way you hold the mic. Is it true? There's a way to hold the mic, right? I'm told that there's a way you sing that you never lose your voice. I'm yet to, to figure that out because I'm always losing my voice. All right. Tell somebody, apply yourself. Say, apply yourself. Tell them there's nothing wrong with going to school. If you have to get on a course, get on a course. If you have to. Uh, he, <laughs> hey! Get right! trained! There were men who could serve an army trained for battle, right? They are trained with a purpose, specialization. And they were not trained only for battle, with all kinds of weapons of war. Went to school and the other value specific with weapons. Weaponry, armory, specific, different gift. You got to discover who you are and focus. You cannot be a footballer and spend time every day eating. I cannot be a pastor and everything, I'm playing soccer. If I'm called to be a pastor, I know where to measure, where to minor. Wake up in the morning, you are, sli- you are still in bed, sleeping. Why? I got a revelation. I got a revelation. I'll be with you one day. By the way, God doesn't call lazy people. There's nobody God called that was lazy. Never. In fact, the work of God is actually hard work. God called you to use you. Stop being lazy. Be ready to be trained and to be skilled and to apply yourself. Can I get a clap? Now? You are too young to be sleeping. You are too young to be lazy. Abide every demon of land. We bind and say, house! You want God to use you? Are you sure you're ready? So, all kinds of battle, weapons of war. Now, I said, with the singleness of purpose, help David. In other words, all your training must find itself in a purpose that does not distract and destroy. When you are trained, skilled, blessed, gifted, what is that for? It's to train. is to serve David. My prayer for you is that not only are you physically gifted... Train, skill, but may your physical strength, your training, your skill not distract you from your purpose. May you be humble enough to know that all that God gave you is to finance and help and push and advance the cause of the ministry of the house of God. That's what they discovered. Your cloud that's purpose. My prayer for you is that when you die and go to heaven, God will not tell you, you didn't do what I call you to do. But many, many people one day stand before God. And he said, "God, because I, I, I don't, because you didn't do what I told you to do. I told to help of Gideon, and I decided to turn it against him. <laughs> You're you, you not clapping because you are guilty. Come on, clap, give up praise. Can I finish one? Let me, let me just drop it. And the final purity of motive. The final one is purity of motive. Action a product of motive. Jeremiah said, thirty-three, I will give them singleness of, of heart and action, so that they will always fear me." And that all will then go well for them and for their children after them. Okay, so singleness of purity of motive. Where what you do is with a pure motive. Because when it comes to integrity, it's not just only action. It starts with your motive. Your motive. Why are you doing what you are doing? Are you doing for competition, for applause, for acceptance? Make sure whatever you are doing is because God told you to do it and you stay true to what God called you to do. Many are doing things that God has not approved. My prayer for you is that whatever you are doing is that is in sync and alignment with what God originally called you to do. The Bible said, don't be like the Pharisee, the hypocrite, that pray and do arm to applause, for acceptance. But when you do arm, don't let your left or right hand see what your left or right hand is doing. When you pray, enter your closet. Do it appeal your motive. Why are you singing? Why are you serving? Why are you preaching? Is it for money? People are now in the ministry because it's a good job. If you are coming here for a job to be paid monthly, go and find something to do. You're clapping and second house right now. Yes, God will bless you as He has blessed me, but make sure your motive is pure. Why is integrity so important? because the Bible says, the Bible says what? when you have integrity, you stand on the hill. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand on his holy place? Except he was clean hands and a pure. So, integrity puts you on the hill. You have advantage. When you walk in integrity, you have advantage. Nobody can bring you down. Your integrity will speak for you like Samuel. Samuel adjured the whole of Israel and called them and said, let any man bring a charge against me. Why? Because integrity is your security. Samuel says, if there's any man, first, first Samuel chapter 12, verse 1 to 5. Now Samuel said to all Israel, indeed, I've heard, I've heard to you, your voice. And the order you said to me, and I've made a king over you. And now here is the king walking before you. And I, I am old and gray-headed, and look at my sons with you. I have walked before you from my childhood to this day. Here I am, witness against me before the Lord and before his anointing. Whose ox have I taken? Whose donkey have I taken? And whom have I cheated? And whom have I oppressed? Or from whose hand I have received any bribe? Wow. Which blinded my eyes. And I restore it to you. Can you stand before God at the end of your service to the nation? And I ended up service to the church. And I ended up service as a leader and speaker. Like Samuel said, Let anybody come forward and bring me a charge. Whether for ox, for donkey, for silver, for gold, for bribe, I dare you. And Bob said, Nobody was able to bring anything. That was Samuel. Integrity is your security, integrity gives you audacity. Confidence and power. May God help you, anoint you, and get you, grace you with integrity that will secure your destiny. Your clapping is sick in the house right now. Is anybody blessed? Will you rise up to forgive Give God praise right now. You can keep clapping, you can keep clapping. You can keep clapping. Lift us a father today. As I lift up my hands, grant me grace. Say, grant me grace. Say, grant me grace. Come and say, grant me grace, Lord. Say, Lord, I need your grace to make it through, to pull it through. Help me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now, let me, let me show you. Let me show you one second. I had to stop it because of time. Let me show you one second. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 9. One way to start integrity. See, 3 verse 9. The, the Christian. give me the hormone. The Bible let's switch one to go. For I will then restore pure speech to the peoples, so that all of them may call on the name of Yahweh, and serve him with a signal That, this is a prophecy about tongue speaking. I will restore, what? I will then restore pure speech to the peoples. He didn't say to the people, he said peoples. Nations. Tongue speaking. I will restore pure speech. I will restore the, the language of heaven prophecy. And when I give them the language of heaven and they talk in the language of heaven, they will come to heaven atmosphere. And as they come to heaven atmosphere, I will, and as I change their tongue, I will change their lives. And as I change their life, I will bring them to purpose. Show me a true spiritual person, I will show a man who is full of integrity. And spirituality started unlocking and speaking in tongues. We lift the hands when our hands one and father. Grant me grace. Be to open your mouth speaking in other tongues. Lakrana Zuki Taya. Oh, open your mouth, speaking in other tongues. Zigriana Siaya. Thank you, Lord. For restoration of our integrity. We burn every distraction. We burn every manipulation. We burn every contention. We burn every attack. In Jesus' name. Shout it out loudest! Amen. You're clapping the second house, one.